Welcome to a new episode of The Crowds, a German podcast. And this one is going to be a very special one because it's the first time that I actually have a guest on my podcast. Carrie has come the long way from Northampton to Frankfurt. And we have done a big food tasting over the last two days. But also, I've showed you around here in Frankfurt. So what is your first impression after two days in Frankfurt and in Germany? I really, really like the city. It's got an amazing skyline. It's got some really good things to see. And it's like everything's walkable. But at the same time, if it's not walkable, there's a transport service, like one streamlined transport service. And being British, that is a luxury to just have one service that does everything And as you know, my mind was absolutely blown by the bottle recycling service. So here, there's a bottle recycling service where you get like 25 cents for recycling a bottle or can at a supermarket. And so you buy the bottle and then you take it back to the supermarket and then you get like your money back. That blew my mind because in Wasteful Britain, we have recycling bins where we give away that stuff for free. They're coming now, the recycling bins. At the beginning, everyone told me, yeah, just throw it in a normal trash bin. So there is still a way to go. Another thing you've found here were bookshelves. They are amazing. So these little bookshelves, they look like bookcases and you can see through them, see what books are in them, open them up, take a book, or you can just put a book in there. It's the weirdest thing ever because in Britain that wouldn't last 10 minutes. Somebody would set it on fire. Somebody would probably trash the books. Somebody would probably steal the entire content. You name it, if it's bad, we'd probably do it. But here it seems to work like people are honest, understanding, caring and respectful. Everything we're not really. You were kind of banned from British food for two days. You had to eat German food the whole time. And we're gonna listen to the different parts of the food tasting now and how Carrie found German food. So the very first thing we're gonna try, um, they are called Maultaschen. Describe them in a bit. They look like big ravioli parcels maybe? Is, is that the right definition? They look like big raviolis to you. Yeah, massive raviolis with uh, some very interesting um, browning off on the top. Oh, they're easy to cut through. I expected them to be really hard to cut through. Oh, oh, it's got some stuff in it that's like grey with like herbs. Oh, it tastes like a Cornish pasty, I'd say. In like your rating, one to a ten, how much mm. do you give this one? I'll give this a, a six, actually. A six? Yeah. Okay, that's not a bad start. That's not a bad start. The next one is called Schupfnudeln. You can eat them with something salty or sweet. We go for the sweet, so with, for this apple sauce called Apfelmus. And you can do the most British thing and can just dip it in there. Oh. Now, being British, we don't really do sweet with savory and like stuff like that, so this is a risk. So that's one of the moments when you're in Germany and you go out of your comfort zone. It doesn't have a smell. I no, therefore you have the apple part. Again, very chewy. Oh, you know what it tastes like? Pancake day, pancakes with lemon, only with apple. And that's good, or is it mm. bad? It's good, but what's in the middle? There's nothing in the middle. It's potato, basically. It's just potato with Yeah, it's apple. basically potato. I expected this to have something in the middle. But there is nothing in the middle. No. I actually and that's why it. you need an external flavor. So you need apple or you need something salty or whatever. You can also eat it with a mushroom sauce or something. This is like a German roast potato, only small and looks like a bullet. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> the definition of Schupfnudeln. One to ten again. I'm actually going to give this one a seven because although it's plain, it's actually nice. Do people have this with cheese? Just a question because I feel like this yeah, is a, yeah, yeah, you can you can have it with cheese. With cheese, I feel like this would be like a nine. So we get this as an inspiration for the German cuisine to make Schupfnudeln just with cheese because then it gets a nine. Yes, exactly. Before we come to the last part, we start with the beer. Uh, a proper German beer, Benedictiner Hell. Uh, it's a beer from Bavaria, so from the south of Germany. How does it smell? Because you're smelling as if it was like a good wine or something. As you know, being from Britain, we're quite used to watered down beer. It's got a slight urine smell in the UK when you sniff beer, but this is like man's beer, you know? Like in the UK, we'd be like, yes, this is beer that a man drinks when he watches a football game. That sounds actually really nice. I like that. Yeah, it's a cup I, final kind of bit. I think I should connect you to the company. You could do the, the promotion for them. Let's try it. Cheers. Oh yeah, that's nice. I actually really like that. Honestly, if, there was, if I didn't have to drink a UK beer again and drunk just that, I'd actually be quite happy. So the German beer deserves its reputation. Mm. At least this one. Yeah, do you know what? It's not too strong in the way that so I, don't, I don't like a beer that's too overpowering and has like an aftertaste in your mouth but this is like nice when you actually drink it but like after you've like swallowed the beer you don't get that horrible british taste of like chemical whereas here it's like it's it tastes more, more pure i really really appreciate that because i was since i moved to nottingham i was always or have always been struggling with the british beer because of that reason and um, so i'm very happy that you like this beer Are we ready for the last part of the meal? Uh, I'm going to have to say yes, because it's coming anyway, and I've got to stay at your house. Yeah. And, you so, know, I'm assuming you won't let me stay here if I don't eat it, so... So the last dish is going to be Käsespätzle, which is kind of egg pasta, pasta made out of egg. Um, and over that, we have some cheese. Well, after watching you both in the kitchen, I'd, I have higher hopes and would sooner try your brother's culinary creation over yours you know it's nothing personal it's just he looked more neat more like he knew what he was doing and the idea more professional of, yes be honest he yes. looked more professional he yeah. did yes um i mean your your first creation was very nice but it was like having a sausage roll slash cornish pasty with some chips whereas this looks like something i'd have at home oh that's a big compliment but also kind of a pressure Uh, for my brother, so we are gonna try Käsespätzle now. Oh, it's hot. You look a bit like the celebrities in, on uh, I'm a Celeb when they have their... their... Bush Tucker trial. Yes, um, and they try to find out how it actually tastes, whether they are able to, to swallow it. But um, yeah. I really like this. You like it. How I does really it taste? I really like this. So in the UK, we obviously have hash browns and like corned beef hash has like, it's got the potato, the egg and the corned beef. But this is like similar to that, only nice. I'm not really a corned beef kind of gal, but like this, the potatoes, the onions, really nice. So if we have one to ten again. I would give this a ten because I would eat this. You should see my brother celebrating, dancing around here in the living room. It was day one of you eating German food and um, tomorrow we will continue and then we will see what do you think about like the German kebab and also a traditional dish from my hometown, Frankfurt. That's the program for tomorrow. Day two, 
of the food tasting with Carrie, and we're gonna have a currywurst as the first first dish. And you decided to go for the spice level B from A to F. F is the hardest. You go. Uh, you decided to go for B. How does it look? How do you feel now? There's a lot of sauce on it, and uh, I'm not usually a sauce kind of person. So we're gonna see how this goes. You look a bit scared. Are you scared? Um, not scared. Just wary of the fact that it might be hot. That's nice. I like that. The sausage is nice. That's what we have as a sausage. Describe the sausage a bit. I don't know, it just tastes more real. Like in the UK, you can taste it. It's not like maybe good for you. Whereas here it's like, it feels more real. So currywurst, one to 10. I'm gonna actually give this a nine. Nice one. Yeah. Good, good start for day two. And we're gonna continue in a second with a German kebab. One of the first big, I don't want to say disappointments, but like cultural differences I realized when I moved to Nottingham was that the kebab in the UK, especially in the takeaway places, is very different. You get long meat stripes and some fries and ketchup and that's a kebab. Since then I was always complaining and now Carrie could finally try what I call a kebab. So the German version of a kebab. How is a German kebab? It just feels more authentic if that makes sense like the meat is very small and shredded like in a way that almost gets stuck in your teeth because you know i'm used to big false pieces of plastic meat basically that have been attached to a big body and shaved off after 24 hours the only thing i wasn't a fan of so much was the yogurt to explain it we have yogurt sauce in the kebab so in the as you call it pita bread what else is in the kebab um, there was salad, so like there was onions, um, there was like tomato, all the kind of salads that you get offered in the UK but you wouldn't dare take because they're probably dried out three days ago. And there was like a pitta bread, um, so like a pitta style bread, but it, it seemed thicker, like so it made it all more seem like a roll. I went with my housemates last year to Berlin and um, I also got one of my housemates, Tom, a German kebab, and he said it's very interesting with all the salad in there. And he just took it out because it was too much salad for him. He just wanted to have the meat and the bread. How was the combination meat, bread and salad for you? Uh, well, I always have a salad in my, with my kebab in Britain anyway, but it just seemed like it was better for you. It seemed like I wasn't about to put 3000 calories into my body, which in the UK, you put 3000 calories into your body each time you have a kebab. This was more like 1000. I think it's around 800 a kebab usually. Um, so finally, the score, one to 10, where is the German kebab? I'm gonna give it a seven, actually. Okay, did you expect more? I expected it to just be a little bit more, I don't know, I expected more Donner style meat in there. Like I expected like a more beefy thing to appear, not just chicken. So another inspiration for the German cuisine. And we're going to continue tonight with some interesting local dishes from Frankfurt, um, which is going to be a schnitzel green sauce or herb sauce and also some handkäse. Tonight it's going to be very interesting because um, I'm not a schnitzel fan. My great grandma so, is actually from the Hamburg area of Germany. When I was like eight, she gave me a schnitzel and it was the one thing I could not, I had two bites of it, I refuse to eat the rest. So this is going to be a very interesting experiment as to whether or not your taste buds change. Since it was a bit too loud uh, in the traditional Frankfurt apple wine restaurant, we have to recall it now. Carrie, first of all, you had a bit like a fear of schnitzel. How was the schnitzel and what is a schnitzel? It's just basically, it comes out in batter and it's just flat and 
quite big and because the restaurant obviously knew I liked it so much I got two of them and Max was like it's time for you to try the schnitzel now now I was too busy focusing on what was in this massive bowl next to the schnitzel it was like a green sauce that is a local dish from Frankfurt the green sauce made from seven herbs seven different herbs and you can actually combine them which in my opinion makes it even more tasty and yummy Okay, well, Max was actually trying this sauce, you know, eating this sauce, enjoying this sauce, spooning this sauce out, being very excessive with the sauce, as I would say Max was being. He was like, go on then, try it, dip it. Which is something completely natural for you because you even dip your pizza into mayonnaise or ketchup in the UK. Okay, but I don't cover it. I don't dip to coat. I dip to to garnish. You were like, dunk it. You had both ways, like... A little bit of green sauce and a lot of green sauce. Now share your experience. Okay, the taste on the schnitzel itself was not bad at all. I actually quite enjoyed it and would probably rate the schnitzel itself a 6 out of 10. The green sauce, if it was in a tiny, teeny weeny pot, it would have got a 5. But because it was this massive bowl that basically looked like a UK curry dish and there was so much of it, I'm going to give it a 3. I'm sorry. I think we have to get a driver who's bringing you to the airport as soon as possible. Not because of me, I'm completely fine. But if anyone in Frankfurt finds out that you rated our green sauce with 3 out of 10, we could get in trouble. However, that was not the only thing you had to eat. We had another local dish, hand case, hand cheese with music. And I explained to you that the music is what comes out of... Of your behind? Of your behind after eating that. Well, firstly, my insides have been cleansed now, so... I'm. I wouldn't be able thanks to tell for you this, that. <laughs> thanks for this information. It looked like a massive ball of baby bell jelly. And that's good or bad? A bit creepy because I don't really like things when it's got loads of water like or fluid going around it. And because it's so cheesy, it had like obviously the, the cheese fluid when it had been cooked coming out of it and the fried onions on top. So I tried it, bit into it. All fine, just tastes like cheese. But the texture was not agreeing with my teeth. It was like grinding. It didn't taste as strong as it smelled, but I could probably eat it again. Okay, so rating. This one is a tough one. If I have it, fine. But if I don't have it, also fine. So I'd probably give it a five because it was down the middle. Fair enough. The last two things we have to talk about are the drinks we had. Local drinks. First one was apple wine, which is in my opinion a bit similar to cider the apple wine i really liked because i really like sour stuff it didn't taste like wine like in britain you associate wine with like a an older person drinking it around the table out of necessity because everyone else is not out of enjoyment but i actually really really like the taste of it so that's really good apple wine is a drink you could have again i could absolutely have apple wine again i could probably buy it right now and take it to the airport with me and Enjoy it before my flight. So that's going to get a good rating. Yeah, that's it. That's a solid eight. The last drink is or was introduced by me as the worst or most disgusting drink in the world, which is our local shot, Mispelchen, which is a Calvados shot or Calvados schnapps. First of all, how does it look? What kind of fruit comes with it? And how did you like it? It first arrived and it didn't look as scary as you advertised because the night the night um, I first arrived, we went to this bar and it was very smoky and there was a horse in there and we got this shot in a test tube, is what I can describe it as, and it was like a little chemistry set shot. 
I expected this to arrive in the same sort of thing. However, it arrived in a full cup with a massive, like, fruit in the middle. It arrives with a big pear in the middle. The pear instantly swallowed up the actual flavour. Um, because I always know with fruits and stuff, they absorb water, so they absorb alcohol in the same way. So I was like, this is not going to be too bad. But then I smelt it. And I thought it smelt very much like white spirit, which in the UK is a paint stripper. And it's got a very strong smell. People use it to take their paint off the wall and to repaint the room or to clean the wall because it's so strong. And when you tasted it, although it was strong alcohol, it wasn't so disgusting that you couldn't swallow it. And the fruit thing really helped. Your rating for the misfitting. If somebody said second round, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I could be swayed. So I'm going to give it a six and a half because it doesn't quite deserve a seven. Okay, fair enough. Overall, recalling all you what you have tried, your resume about German food and drinks. I really like the style of food that you have. Like the, you have a very specific set of foods that like stand out. Whereas in Britain, we only have one thing like the Sunday roast or fish and chips. We only really have this or that. Whereas your foods, like, you have so many different variations of different things to try. And they're so much less greasy. It was nice to just be able to eat something and just not be like, oh, I need to go lie down afterwards. That's actually a really good feedback. And it's something we, or I as a German and my German friends, coming to the UK experience the other way around. That for us, eating there is quite hard. So I'm very happy and grateful that you joined me for this experiment. Thank you so much, not just for coming to Frankfurt, but also trying German food and immersing yourself into German culture. That was the episode of the Crowds of German podcast for this week. Thanks again, Kerry. Uh, and we will see each other next week on next Thursday for a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast.